Welcome back to Unsure On Air. This is our second episode so far. Um, we, uh, my name is Nate Sparks. I'm your host, and I'm joined with Elijah Katzian here, uh, creator and founder of Unsure Music. Um, we are going to do something a little bit different this week than we did two weeks ago, and uh, and that's going to be we're going to I'm just going to share some songs to Elijah. Uh, we're going to have Elijah react to these songs and uh, I'll kind of feed off whatever he's saying and let you know what my opinions on them are and so uh, we're just going to take a look at some songs. So uh, we're going to start doing these podcasts um, every two weeks. Uh, so every two weeks we will get these out to you and they should be uh, out by Monday and uh, it's for your week. It'll get you warmed up through the week, cause Mondays are, you know, Mondays are Mondays, aren't they? So, um, Elijah told me to say bi-weekly is uh, what we're gonna start doing the podcasts. That does not mean twice a week. But yeah, that's I think it can mean occasionally. That's confusing, cause it does mean that uh, if you get paid bi-weekly, it usually means every two weeks, but it could also mean twice a week. I don't know. It's but we mean every two weeks. Yeah, so every two weeks um, on Monday, you're going to get a nice new podcast from us, and uh, it's going to be about music. So let's dive right into this. I was looking um, at the top 100 charts, and there was a song I heard in the gym a few weeks ago that I wanted to have Elijah listen to. I haven't, uh, we haven't listened to it yet. I've listened to it, of course. He has not, uh, I don't think. But I'm just going to have him take a listen to that. And it is uh, by Miley Cyrus. And it's called Midnight Sky. Oh, great. By Miley Cyrus. Uh, so we're going to take a listen to Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus real quick. And uh, Elijah's going to give his hot take on what he thinks about the song when we're done. So we'll be right back. Alright, so we just listened to Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus, and uh, we're going to let Elijah take it away and give his hot take right after listening to the song, so tell us what you think. I gotta give it some credit. I actually am impressed to hear a song by Miley Cyrus that's actually interesting. Um, the, <laughs> the lyrics are something else. They're, they're different than normal like they're not just about sex or whatever um but i don't agree with the message of the lyrics very much but i do i am glad to hear that it's something different and clearly there's a difference in <clears throat> um just the way the song sounds it sounds more real like she herself wrote it you know it sounds like she put her feelings into it and so it may not be like, I may not agree with it, but it's definitely something that she clearly has a strong feeling about because she was able to make a full song about it. So I like that aspect of it and the fact that it feels like a real song that that you don't hear very often. Like, it's just, it's different from what her usual stuff is. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's, um, it's pretty simple, the singing in it. I didn't hear a whole lot of auto-tune, did you? I mean, no. it's, it seems very just straight, raw, her voice, if you ever, like, 
I remember growing up, I don't know if necessarily you watched this show, but uh, Hannah Montana was on TV, and that was a show that I sort of watched as a kid. I wouldn't say I was an avid watcher of it. There's a lot of people that know way more about the show than I do. I can barely oh, sure. remember anything of it, but... He's a super fan. I loved Hannah Montana, come on. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I really don't remember a whole lot from it. Um, but... I do sort of remember her voice. Um, her voice seems a little bit lower in this than maybe her regular talking voice is. But it's not terribly different. What I thought was funny was she kept like um, just getting like this sharp, this sharp sound of just like like there's glass on her throat, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> like it, she and it didn't sound bad, you know. It's just like. Well, it's she's just a really different aggressive. style. Yeah, she's singing really aggressively. Uh, another artist I can think of that does uh, or that this this song kind of reminds me of is um, uh, what's uh, Totally Eclipse of the Heart? Who's that by? Oh, Pink Floyd. No, that's not by Pink Floyd. What? Totally Eclipse of the Heart. What is that from? What am I thinking of? Okay, now I gotta look it up on film. What's oh, Pink it's Floyd? It's by Bonnie Tyler. I don't I don't know enough about stuff. Yeah, you're, tell you you're trash. Okay. Uh, totally Eclipse of the Heart. Bonnie Tyler has a very... Oh, Pink Floyd had the dark side of the moon. That's what I was getting confused with, what you were talking That's about. That's what... The word I was looking for is gravelly. She... Uh, Bonnie Tyler will do this thing where it's like... You know, like, she's kind of yelling, and it just has, like, a really gravelly sound. And it, she's definitely singing out of her throat. And there's parts of the times where uh, Miley... Parts of the song where Miley Cyrus does that. She definitely just like sings out of her throat, and it sounds really um, raspy or gravelly. And I don't think it's bad. I think it sounds kind of interesting, um, but it's funny. I think it's sort of a progression in her career because she's probably reached a point where her voice is starting to kind of go, and so she has to do. She sounds more. You know what this gravelly. this reminds me of is uh, is actually Batman uh, from the Dark Knight movies. How Chris, uh, not Chris, um, Christian Bale does his voice. She kind of oh. does the same thing for this song, I think. Yeah. Where she kind of just gets, I don't know, stuff caught in her throat or whatever. I, I think it's kind of interesting uh, from a pop standpoint um, because we're going from, of course, you have Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, however you want to say it, um, to Miley Cyrus they're very different voices because she's got this kind of low voice and then Ariana's got this very high-pitched, yeah, squealy voice. So yeah. it's kind of different. I think it's kind of different. Um, I will tell you, I enjoy this song. Yeah, I don't think this is a bad I song. I don't think it was bad. The, the, that's what I'm saying is I think it's very different because you can tell she herself wrote it. Mm -hmm. um, even like even if she didn't write all the words, it definitely has a feeling of being written by her, and like that's something opposed to Ariana Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, she like you just have a you can kind of tell she probably doesn't write a lot of her lyrics. I would guess, um, and if she does, she I don't know she a lot of it. I think a lot of her career is kind of 
handed to her, especially because she grew up yeah. on Disney Channel or whatever. So well, she and her dad was famous singer, you know. Oh, I don't know who that is. Who is her dad? You're talking about Miley Cyrus, right? No, Ariana Grande. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't follow you there. I um, guess the same thing happened with Miley Cyrus, but I think it's different because she kind of got famous. Well, they were both for, more for music, it seems like. Yeah, because her show was. Did she get famous before the show? Like, um, when did that I don't one... think so. I... When did the... But, but um, Billy Ray was famous. That's true. Before. So, you know, they both kind of had a similar thing where they were on kids' shows. They sang in kids' shows. I mean, Hannah Montana, of course, was a superstar on that show. That's what that show was about. Uh, Ariana did some singing in Victorious, I'm pretty sure. Um, if I remember correctly, but they're sort of similar persons there with that. So I'm just saying, I think uh, I think Ariana Grande's career is more handed to her. I feel like than than Miley Cyrus is. Like it seems like she works for hers more, or at least it seems to me like she writes a lot of more of her music. Like she actually puts work into it, whereas Ariana just shows up and sings. Is what I feel like. And uh, I'll I'll, I'll kind of tell you what I think about that too is Ariana is very heavy on the features um yeah Miley doesn't have a lot of features I mean she doesn't have a whole lot of popular songs because of that uh but pretty much all of Ariana Grande's songs have a feature in them at some point and a lot of her original songs that were really famous had features or she was featured in them so i mean miley i think has had to pull a lot of her crowd in just by herself yeah whereas ariana's kind of got right the coattails of other artists yeah yeah and i think they're both very talented but it's just something to think about with as far as the strategy of getting famous goes, I think Ariana's strategy is pretty good because, I mean, she just gets famous yeah. without doing a whole ton of work. But I think, to me, it seems like Miley's more of a genuine person. I don't like Miley Cyrus in any way, but I think, you know, maybe she actually did kind of work for it. Yeah. Especially based on this song, it sort of seems like she actually is trying <laughs> Yeah, and so I think it's an interesting song, um, but it's just one that I heard and I wanted to share with you and see what you thought. Um, no, she was married to Liam Hemsworth. Oh yeah, we, we did find out she was married to Liam Hemsworth. Essentially what the song is about, if you were wondering, is mm -hmm. that basically she doesn't like the fact that Liam Hemsworth, according to Genius Lyrics, has had more of a, um, he has more of a traditional view of marriage. And I guess she's not a fan of that. And so this is her song and, saying like... And by traditional, you mean like he wants to have kids and kind of yeah. settle down as an actual family. Whereas right. she wanted to not do that. And they were just almost like just continuing to be in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And um, apparently Liam is also rumored to be someone restrictive and reserved, according to Genius which I think she leaked a lot of that stuff. I don't know. There's a whole lot of drama. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of it's just famous people having drama. That, yeah. You know. But I do, my news. last input I want to say is that this is top 44. It's it's 44th on the top charts. 
Um, so it is a fame. It is a popular song right now. Um, I mean, of course, not as popular as something Ariana puts out or anything like that. But I think this is better though. I I, I agree. I definitely think her musical ability is better. It seems yeah. less. Um, I don't know. I I like the way that she uses the electronic instruments in her, in her music mm -hmm. more as a style, not as just a thing. Well, it's very eighties again. Yeah, that's true. And like Ariana, in terms of comparison, Ariana Ariana Grande uses a lot of um, like just electronic drums. And it's not like she's using it as a specific style. Like she's not trying to be artistic with it or like like a musician with it. She's just kind of using it. And I think this is a lot a better example of using it um, as a musician and as an artist rather than just using it as a way to make drums. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna move on uh, from that song. We're gonna move on to uh, kind of an interesting one. I just I found this like a few minutes before we started um, filming for this podcast. It's called Holiday by uh, Lil Nas X. So we're going to take a listen to that uh, here in a second. Holiday by Lil Nas X. And uh, we're going to tell you what our thoughts are on this. And we're going to watch the music video. So I would recommend you watch the music video as well um, because I, I want to talk about this music video with you uh, as well. So, we'll be right back. Alright, we just listened to Holiday by Lil Nas X. And we watched the music video. That was a treat. So, I want to start off by reading the first comment on the YouTube video for this. And it is actually by Lil Nas X. He commented on his own video... Oh, classic. Who here from Roblox? Question mark. Who here from So <laughs> Wait, I wanna see that. <laughs> I gotta look at this. So it this comment has ninety-four thousand likes, four hundred and ninety-six replies. Which means possibly five hundred people replied that they are here from Roblox. So, Elijah reached out to me a few weeks ago and said, Did you know Lil Nas X was having a concert on Roblox? And oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think um, I said, Who is Lil Nas X? Because I forgot <laughs> what songs this guy made. This guy made like two or three songs. How he had Old Town it? Road. Um, oh, oh just, just Old Town Road. Let's... You can't forget about Old Town Road. What are you talking about? Okay, he was pretty famous for a while, but <laughs> he kind of fell off and just had, like, no songs for, like, a year. He had no songs that I can think of. I mean, I'm sure he was making songs, but they none of them got popular. And then we have this one that gets popular out of nowhere and somehow gets recommended to me on YouTube. And I just had to take a listen. And so, Elijah, tell us what you think about the music first. Oh, words can't describe describe. Words can't describe my feelings about how 
about this song. I mean, it's it's something. I I think he is able to make something. That's that's his ability. He he made something. Um, I think he does a very good job at pandering to what everyone likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old Town Roads was an amazing pander song because it got both the country people and the rap people to join hands and start rapping. Well, and you remember why that was made was because of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that was why? The I original thought... music video for Old Town Roads was made on Red Dead Redemption 2. Really? So that's where the song came from. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, it was uh it was a perfect song for pandering both to people who play Red Dead mm -hmm. um, and people who like rap music and country music. It was like, hey, we get both these groups of listeners. Um, this song, another great pander song, because uh, it's now a new Christmas song, you know, mm -hmm. don't see that very often. Um, and it's a it's just like, this is definitely going to play on the radio because it's Christmas, and it's one of the only new Christmas songs to be released, Though, especially this year. I do want to interrupt you real, real quick with you saying it's going to be on the radio, and I want to point out that this song does have swear words in it, which is kind of different from uh, that's true. Um, Old Town Roads. So, I don't know what he's going for here. That's not really a whole... I mean, I guess they edit it for the radio, but if you're creating stuff for the radio, usually you make it clean. So I personally think that this was just a terribly quick written song that he was like, I got to show this off at my Roblox concert. And so he did, and that's how it gained popularity. But I want to talk about the music video for just a second. Okay, it's something that, uh, I mean, future Santa, future Santa, right? Future Santa. Um, in, I don't think he came up with the idea. It was directed by Gibbon something. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. End. Yeah, it said it was directed by a person and him, so I'm sure he had a lot of input on um, what was to be in it. There I was... think he just had the input on what to wear. Oh yeah, his clothing choices. Um, I think this should have been Lil Nas X featuring CGI because the whole music video was just a green, green screen. screen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was just green screen and him wearing makeup and weird clothes. They green screened cars. Um, <laughs> you had the Jeep Gladiator in there. The PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5 was in there. It looked like a, a JPEG from Google Images <laughs> just slapped in the CGI. Um, I would guess the music video took less time uh, to make than the writing of this song. Uh, have, you, have you found something interesting on this song? Um, uh, sorry, it says his lyrics are, Man, I snuck into the game, came in on a horse, I pulled a gimmick, I admitted mm. I got no remorse. Um, and then he said, 
Nobody tried to let me in. Nobody opened doors. I kicked them blanks down. They didn't have a choice. So what he's saying is when he wrote the song Old Town Road, um, he broke into the music industry because he's like, hey, I pulled a gimmick, but I don't care. He really <laughs> broke in there. Uh, by getting a lot of features to make his songs super, super popular. That's crazy. Nobody's ever done that before. Um, yeah, so this is not a good song. Um, <laughs> Musically, no. It's, it, I it's just something interesting. It's just the same thing. It's, a, it's like we were talking about in the last one. It's just like SoundCloud rappers are making the same music just with different words and different tune you know it's like you can you can write the same song and just with different here's <laughs> my question different. for you who is this written for because i would say the majority of roblox players are probably kids right <laughs> yeah but this song has language in it so it's not completely written for children he's trying to reach an audience of older people but there's no like base or anything that would make maybe a teenager or a college student want to play this in their car or something this is just not i i can't figure out who this is for yeah well and i think it'll get popular that's the problem it's it's not oh the video already has 25 million views and yeah, I think part of his his drawing is the fact that it's Lil Nas X. He's done everything weird, so everybody's yeah. immediately drawn to him. Um, I mean, think about Kanye. No matter what he would do, it would get millions of views because it was so weird. Like the the whole Whoopity Scoop song. Like there there was nothing. Like he he could yeah he did that and it got tons and tons of listens because. And he made money off the song, I'm sure, because it was just so weird. People had to... <laughs> yeah, yes. No, I totally see where you're coming from with that. But basically, that's uh, what we got for Holiday by Lil Nas X. And we're going to move on to our last song of the show. And I think this one is going to strike up some conversations. Uh, we might get a little bit political um the song is called snow on the bluff by j cole this song was written uh during the kind of protesting black lives matter movement or whatever so we're gonna talk about that um so if you get easily offended uh just go ahead and turn it off right now but we're gonna talk about our opinions on that. This video is not getting enough views anyway, so nobody's gonna care. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're just gonna we're gonna take a listen to this song and uh, give our opinions on it. So let's listen to "Snow on the Bluff" by J. Cole. We're back. We're back after listening to "Snow on the Bluff" by J. Cole. Elijah, take us away. Take, tell us what you what you think. Hmm. Yeah, I actually, I, I like this because I'm kind of a sucker for songs where the lyrics are very intelligent. Um, and um, I don't, compl like, I, I'm kind of a sucker when you don't even understand all of the lyrics. Like, 
I can go, oh, this part's interesting, but I still don't really get what he's talking about. Um, so I, I think it's interesting to read lyrics like that. But I understand, so basically the gist of the song, right, is that he sort of feels like that the whole BLM movement is not what it's cracked up to be. Like, he's not, he's kind of a skeptic of the movement, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so basically what he's saying is that there is a problem in America with racism, um, but that there are people out there that say they're part of the Black Lives Matter movement and they're they're trying to make a change, but they're not really fully committed to doing anything. And they're actually moving to do things that aren't for black lives or they're not doing enough for black lives. Um, which is kind of an interesting take on it. Yeah, he says something interesting. Um, he says... What's the point of preaching, you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe? Mm -hmm. I think that's a very interesting lyric when he's talking about the BLM movement because it's sort of like he's saying, hey, all you people are saying that it's like we, we know there's a problem and we're trying our best to fight it too. Why are you getting mad at us? You should be fighting the problem rather than but I yeah I, th I th it's interesting. <laughs> I really I really agree with this song. I think that um, I'm I'm with Cole on that. There's a problem in America, and I think that Black Lives Matter kind of does almost even more than they should. I think protesting can be good. Uh, as long as it's peaceful. And I think a lot of what this song was sort of talking about was that it was right as the rioting started to happen. Um, and I don't think J. Cole is really for the rioting. Um, I remember yeah. J. Cole was at the protests. Um, and personally, I'm okay with him being there. I think that's, that's good for him to be at a peaceful protest. Um, but I think he's talking about the rioting and that's what he says is, um, you know, you're preaching to pe people that already believe, um, the same things that you believe. And so it's, it's interesting to hear that you don't necessarily always hear that from people in the, uh, public eye right now, at least, um, like Jake Cole is. So that's really interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. I I think he he's sort of interesting because he is he's the difference to me is I feel like a lot of um artists uh, a lot of rappers who are black fall into the same um fall into black lives matter being like we have to be a part of it. Like I think it's interesting to see someone who's like Maybe he's sort of skeptical of it. He's not necessarily, like, for sure with it. I think that's kind of interesting because most of the time it seems like they want, um, like, black artists really feel like they have to be pushing for this specific movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about what the title of the song is. So, 
basically how this song works is it's just one full verse. Yeah. The whole thing is a verse. It's not verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And so he just raps for like three minutes straight with no breaks in between. It's just all rap. And then it ends on this verse where he says, um, ran into somebody outside of the store yesterday and he said something that had me like, wait. He was like, Cole, appreciate what you've been doing. That's real. But why, and J. Cole's talking about himself here, he says, why do I feel faker than snow on a bluff? Well, maybe because deep down I know I'm not doing enough. And so what this means is he says, Genius says, well, at first he acknowledges that he's deep on the surface. Cole ends the verse by questioning his inner motives, wondering if he really is interpreting the movement to the fullest extent that he can rather than just acting like he's doing so. And I think, just like you were saying, it's very pressure the pressure of the Black Lives Matters movement is, are you doing enough? Are, is he doing enough? Mm-hmm. And I think he's saying that he's feeling pressured by everybody around him. Um, that some people are saying, I love what you're doing. I love that you're out here protesting. And others are saying, you're not doing enough. There's no in-between. Yeah. There's no, he's either getting praised or he's getting criticized. And so he's kind of torn in between that, um, there and so, um, if you're wondering what does why why is Snow on the Bluff fake? Snow on the Bluff was a movie um, about an Atlanta robber um, in 2011. I think the movie came out about a guy named Curtis Snow, and uh, it was about a guy. It was kind of like the Blair Witch Project, where it's filmed. You know how they they film with a camera. He kind of does the same thing where it's kind of a documentary film. And people thought it was real. Um, It says here, the film was so convincing that the Atlanta PD tried to link its footage to a string of home invasion robberies around the same time the film's released. Um, And, oh, it says, however, Snow was later arrested in May 2016 on charges for aggravated assault. And so... Uh, it says Cole plays off the film's realistic filming style, which seemed like documentary footage to many on the surface, but ended up being fictional after deeper investigation. So that wasn't real, but you know, it looked on the surface like it was, which is like what J. Cole's saying he himself feels uh, that on the surface he looks real and he looks like he's doing it, but maybe he's not really having the same motives that he should. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's interesting. The movie sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's also probably really dark and depressing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. And the nice thing is, I want to say, from a song, from a music standpoint, I'm really impressed when you go on Genius, like most of the words in this lyrics are highlighted with having deeper meaning, like yes. you can click on them and go, what does this mean? I think that's impressive because you don't see that often in pop music. And there's a lot of words in this song, too. Um, it's just impressive to me that he put so much into this song. I also think it's interesting the way he kind of composed the song musically. It's not just uh, another rap song it's not mm-hmm. just drums and then whatever it's 
more reflective and it seems more well thought out. The uh, the last part, like right before the chorus or the outro at the end, is it's just kind of weird and sort of um, introspective, and then it goes to the outro, and it's kind of interesting. I I just think this song is really impressive, the way it's made. <laughs> yeah. Um. And lyric-wise, it's it's impressive because it's different. It's a, I like this song. I uh, I mean, it's not really a song you're gonna listen to and get hype for. It's very um, kind of slow. Um, for a rap song, it's slow. But yeah, I think it has a really good message. Um, I like what he's talking about. At least what. Uh, genius says is what he's talking about. I don't know. Maybe he's talking about something completely different. We don't know. It's true. But um, I I like this song. I like where where he's going with. Um, I like that he's giving his opinion out there. Um, I don't see a whole lot of hate of him for having these opinions either. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't hate J. Cole anyways. It's kind of hard to hate the guy. Um, but... Yeah, it's 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 an interesting song. So this I think that's. Like a, oh, you got something else you want to say? Well, you said he's. It's hard to hate the guy. It seems like he's relatively quiet. Like he doesn't do yes. a lot of stuff, which I think is a good play on his part. Because I mean, I I also think it's interesting. He doesn't seem like he has. He's not on the top, like charts continually. <laughs> like he's sort of up there occasionally, but mm -hmm. he's not up there like. You know, Lil Nas X. It's sort of, and that's the. I think that's because his lyrics have deeper meaning. Um, I th I think that's a big problem with music now, is because we just want music that we can sort of just move our head to. You know, it's not like we don't want something with a deeper meaning. And I think that's interesting because back in the ages of like rock music it would still have a deeper meaning, but it would also be like, nod your head to it, you know? Mm -hmm. I think, like, they would always try to make their songs political. <laughs> or, like, most of the time. Sometimes they had some really dumb ones, but... Yeah. Like, uh... It's, uh I mean, we're, he's just yeah. bringing back the style of making your songs mean something. Yeah. Because songs nowadays just don't mean anything. Yeah. They're... They either exactly what they present to the table is what they mean, um, or they just mean nothing at all, and they're just to get your head moving and to listen in the car and, you know. Yeah. So, it's kind of interesting. Um, I like a lot of what Cole does. I think um, a lot of his songs are very, have a double meaning. Um, don't mean exactly what they portray on the outside. Speaking of lyrics that have meaning, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, I nope. I really like my own music, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but I I seriously believe that, like, you should write what you mean. And there's my my lyric. I try to put a lot of work into the lyrics that I write and ha make them have deeper meaning than just surface level stuff. Um, yeah. And 
even like just a love song, whatever, it can still have deeper meaning too. I think. Yeah, and I think pop songs used to have two meanings too as well, and we've just kind of lost that. And I think it's a lot of your music and a lot of the lyrics you write does mean something than maybe what you would listen to. And if you really think about it, you can understand something. And that's what's cool about music is you can write different stuff. I mean, it's like poetry where you can... yeah. Well, and like say things. Even I want to say even Miley Cyrus is doing a good job at that. Like the song at least Midnight, whatever it was. It Midnight Sky. Yeah. Midnight Sky. I want to say I was impressed because it had deeper meaning. It wasn't just a song where like yeah she she was talking about something real, and she wasn't just saying whatever you know. I mean, it was pretty face value though what she was saying. It wasn't right. completely. But what I like is that she was talking about something, like a real feeling that she has. And it's not just something that she was just sort of like talking mm -hmm. about. You know, she had a real experience that she felt like she needed to share through, that she needed to express through music. Yeah. Which is what really what it's all about. And I think that's that gets lost in a lot of pop music because it's not expressing feeling or words or emotion or whatever it's more just expressing it's more just a way of getting famous now yeah no that's that's really that's fair to say about the genre today um so in conclusion please listen <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not i'm not gonna beg you but also you should listen to our music because i i really am proud of it and i mm -hmm. put a lot of work into it and it's it's good stuff it's got good lyrics. Yeah, so we'll have a thing in the end that shouts out to your music um, so that people can go listen to that um, on YouTube and know exactly where that's at. Uh, but I'm just going to wrap this up because um, we just had three songs we were going to talk about. We, we talked for a while about each of these songs um, and got to really go in depth with them. So uh, just... Just a reminder of the three songs we did. We had Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. We had Holiday by Lil Nas X. And then we had Snow on the Bluff by J. Cole. And that's uh, basically what today's show is going to be about. So we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Unsure on Air. Be sure to check out Unsure on your streaming service. Check out our newest album, Romance and Other Things We're Unsure About. There's also an official lyric video for On The Money on YouTube. For updates, follow unsure.music on Instagram, and be sure to check in on our YouTube channel for future episodes of Unsure On Air and other new things. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in in two weeks to Unsure On Air.